welcome to Cali Stars Young and Famous with Christina Rule. And I'm Christina Rule. And I'm your podcast host. I think this is the very first podcast for Latinx kids by Latinx kids about Latinx kids. And yes, you guessed it. I'm Latina. My family is in the entertainment business. Movies, TV shows, cable news, magazines. But hey, this is not just about me. This is all for you and the next generation. Meet the young and famous stars who are making their dreams come true. I hope they can inspire you like they inspire me. Today's podcast is a look back at the best of 2021. According to my guest today, Sophia Rue, because she's been a Catalina researcher for as long as she can remember. She spends hours researching people, topics, movies, TV shows, and current events for our magazine and five podcasts. It's been fun, but also serious work. She can't miss an important piece of information or it makes all of us look bad. She's my sister, so I'm biased. But a lot of people have complimented me on my research and how I'm prepped for my interviews. A lot of that is thanks to Sophia. She's in middle school, but we call her a Latina mom because she finds everything around the house. And she's the one that watches Disney movies and always finds a hidden Mickey. Nothing gets by Sophia. Instead of my guest calling in, I get to sit next to her. Hi, Sophia. Hi, Christina. This is so weird. I'm always behind the scenes. So do you like it? I prefer being behind the scenes, actually. Well, too bad, because you're here right now sitting next to me. Yay. Okay, let's get back to the topic. Are you ready to give us the best of 2021 for Latinx kids according to your research? Absolutely. Do you have a method of researching? Yeah, I've read in an article from someone named, um, a movie critic named Arch Campbell. One said, I judge a movie by daring it to entertain me. Do your job. I use this advice anytime I research anything, for your podcast or for anything else. It has to do its job and entertain me. If it doesn't, it's a flop. Okay, how about that list now? Okay, these are my five categories for today. Movies, TV shows, flops, books, and podcasts. Yay, I'm so excited! Okay, can I hear the first one? I'm sure. Okay, I have five for movies. We've watched all these together. Okay, the first movie is The Jungle Cruise, um, starring The Rock and Emily Blunt. I liked it because the main characters had such a big problem they had to solve, and there is an unexpected twist. Yeah, I think the favorite part is the twist, but I'm not going to spoil anything. And it's really funny. In that movie, there was no Latino characters, so I couldn't interview anybody from the movie. But it was a great movie. Okay, Ron Gone Wrong. Ron's Gone Wrong, starring, I can't believe this, Liam Payne from One Direction. Oh my god. It was really funny, and I feel like it was a feel-good. Yeah, to me, um, from your advice, what you said that you follow, it entertained me. It did its job. And I feel like it was like Big Hero 6. Yeah, I could see that. I had a really good plot line. Okay, now I'm going to do number three, and um, we didn't watch this one that recently, but it is 2021. The title is Yes Day. Okay, so I 
Um, this one, I had Latinx characters because it was really diverse. They spoke Spanish with Jenna Ortega from Stuck in the Middle, Disney Channel show. We watched that one a lot. And um, I think this was, uh, it said in the beginning that it was a book made into a movie. You love books. That's one of my categories, books. Okay, now number four. Okay, number four, the Tom and Jerry movie. It, um, it basically were like humans and animation brought into one movie. Like, uh, I think um, that basketball movie with Looney Tunes. I forgot the name. Oh, yeah, I liked that one. I, I can't think of the name right now, but they made a new one, and there's an old one. Space Jam! It's Space Jam. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, and Smurfs. I, love, I loved how they did the animation, and I loved how they kept that Tom and Jerry in the original cartoons never talked. They just hated each other. Yeah, I love um, movies that they mix animation and humans. Yeah. Okay, number, are we on five? Yes. Okay, Last number one. five. Okay, okay, I remember when we watched this one. Okay, Night Books. Oh, yeah, that was a really good one. After we finished the movie, we wanted to look for a movie just like it. Exactly <laughs> like it. I love this movie, and the conflict, so good. You couldn't, like, pass it. But again, like Jungle Cruise, no Latino stars. Well, if they ever come to make a part two, definitely put some Latinxers in that movie. Oh, yes. Oh, um, Nightbooks, it also stars the witch. From, um, she's from Breaking Bad. I can't think of her name right now, but, and the witch is really funny. Okay, um, now didn't you say your next category was books, or was that just a category? Okay, I want to do flops for movies next because movie categories, there's only two, but I'm really disappointed by both of these movies. I want to know, like, what is a flop? Okay, a flop basically is it didn't do its job. It didn't entertain me, and um, it didn't have a good plot line. Okay, so I, these are two flops that were made for the Latinx community that didn't, it wasn't perfect for me. I don't know how to put it. Can they, you? Yeah, I think I know how to, you want to put it. Um, they were meant for Latinx kids, but they weren't relatable for Latinx kids. Okay, so what's your first one? Encanto. We had to watch this one for research, of course. We had little figurines for it. We got for Christmas. And, thank you, um, Santa. Thank you, Santa. So, it, like, at the beginning, it had so much potential. Okay, so okay. there is magic, but to be fair... Like, when you went in the middle of the movie, and then when a problem, like, really rose, it's like, I felt like, that was not too bad. It wasn't a major problem. You could, I didn't care. When we were, remember when we were watching the movie, and after the first, um, the first two songs, we were like, okay, just, just skip to the ending. Yeah, the ending. And our favorite part was the ending, because it didn't entertain us. Thank God it ended. <laughs> yes. It just really made me mad because it was for Latinx kids, but we're Latinx, and I, I didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it, and it had so much potential. They didn't frost the cake, uh, frost the cake right. Okay, um, you're next. Okay, the second one, this one is really makes me mad. So mad. Vivo. It was for Cubans. They tried making it, like, really relatable, but it didn't do its job. I couldn't understand it. I might even need to watch it again, but I don't want to. Oh, just to understand it. But the main character is a monkey. A monkey. 
the monkey character was a big disappointment because it was just too distracting and really a monkey. Yeah, and it didn't make sense because th at some point the monkey talked, but then it didn't talk, so I couldn't understand if could you understand the monkey or could you not. I didn't know if I if we were hearing its thoughts, but other movies when you listen to its thoughts, you you understand that, but they didn't do a good job also, on that. Also, oh, sorry. Also. Um, they had music, but they had, like, way too much music. I just want to say, M-E-H. Meh. <laughs> that was my favorite part about the movie, music. It was so nice to listen to. But, okay. <laughs> the good thing is that we're on a podcast and we're able to say, Vivo and Encanto, give us a part. A part two. <laughs> give us a part two. You the try that again? Okay. So, can I go first? Sure. Okay. Um, Vivo and Encanto, Netflix and Disney, please make a part two. And please, 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 please make it better. Yes, please. We're Latinx. These are Latinx kid thoughts. We are made for your audiences. We did not like that, right? Yeah, this is called Latinx criticism. Yes. Criticism X. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. Okay, so what's in the next categories? Okay, uh, TV shows. Yay, great. Okay. Okay, so um, first one, Diary of a Future President by Disney+. Plus. Latinx characters. <laughs> You're smiling. Nobody can see you smiling, but she's smiling about Latinx characters. Mm-hmm. Because we could be presidents, even though we're Latinx and girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a nice motivation because you're like, Hey, you're Latinx. Hey, you're a girl. Hey, you can be a president. And you can write a diary. It's not stupid. You can be a president and you can use your diary. Uh-huh. And you didn't even have to call it a diary. You'd say journal. Okay, the uh second one is um, One Day at a Time with Isabella Gomez, who's on the cover of Catalina. I yeah. loved researching. We watched that show after researching oh my god that was such that's such a good sh show and they're cubans and it's brina moreno from the old west side story and the new west side story i like to be in america <laughs> yeah and in the show she actually said i like to be in america and she then, didn't sing the whole song she just said that one little line and then and we smiled and then so much and then and then penelope the character penelope said i know you do <laughs> nice reference Yes, I think that is hilarious how they put in that little Easter egg. I think that's what you call it. Okay, and third is Once Upon a Time. The Evil Queen is played by Lana Padilla. Who is Lana Nex. That's amazing. And um, these are like all fairy tales combined. And it's such a fun show to watch with the whole family. Yeah, you can find it on Disney+. Plus. It just got there. There's great writing. Great writing. Absolutely. Oh, and one of the characters what, um, was in Catalina years ago, and she's also Latina. Oh, her name is Joanna Garcia. Wow, you really are a researcher. <laughs> okay. Okay, the next thing is, we watched this one, and your, the kids in your class wanted you to interview someone from the show. Stranger Things. Yes. Knew it. It's so good. And um, there's three parts, and the fourth part is coming out in 2022, and I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. Um, and do you know if any characters are Latinx? Unfortunately, I've researched, and there's not a Latinx character, but from Beetlejuice, 
Winona Ryder um, is in there, and you researched. I'm going to let you. Yeah, she was in Beetlejuice, and um, but sadly, she's not Latinx. I really researched to see it, but she wasn't. Okay, the next, um, the fifth one is Space Force, and it stars Steve Carell, but also you interviewed someone who's Latinx in there, which I'm so happy that there's a Latinx, Hector Duran, and I would have never figured out Space Force or watched it or even knew it was on Netflix if it wasn't for you, so thank you for doing your job. Well, thank you for researching, because I didn't know Steve Carell was in there. I love the episode that you talked, I think you talked about on the podcast with Hector Duran um, when there were animals in space and Steve Carell just got so mad. Oh, yes, we're on a cliffhanger, so we can't even spoil if we want to. So, um, next one. Okay, this one um, is the sixth one. I just had to add this one, and I love this one so much. It's like one of my favorite shows, The Office. Oh, yeah, and we got little figurines for Christmas. I got Oscar, and I got Aaron. And Oscar's Cuban, but he plays a Mexican. Okay, so I did my research, and Oscar, um, his full name is Oscar Nunez. He plays a Mexican called Oscar Martinez. Um, so does that mean I could actually interview him if I want? Yes. Yes, he's Latin actor, Christina. Haven't you been listening? <laughs> no, I've been watching. The office. This is why I am your researcher. You just need me. Yes, I, I do. Okay, do you have, um, are we going on to your next uh, category? I think it's books. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm so excited for this one. Favorite books of 2021. I've read these all in 2021. Some came out in 2021, some didn't. But, um, and none of these characters were Latinx, but they did their job. Like... Um, Arch Campbell said, I judge a movie by daring it to entertain me. Do your job. Well, I dared my books to entertain me, and they did their job. And, okay, so can I start? Yeah. Okay, of so course. they're all on the table right now. Um, okay, the first one is, I love, I, the first four are from this series, Disney Twisted Tales. And I love this book series because you can judge the book by its cover. And, um, okay, so this one I got for Christmas, and, um... Um, and I'm reading it right now, what once was mine, and I was, like, thinking about, like, what if they made a, um, Rapunzel twisted tale, and I was, like, thinking in my mind, what would be the twist, what would be the twist, and the twist is, what if Rapunzel's mother drank the wrong flower? Oh, that's good, and when she said that you could judge a book, the, these books by their cover, it's, like, absolutely beautiful, Great illustration. The artwork is so good. And um, it, it came out in 2021. And I remember looking on the computer and I saw the picture of the cover. And it said it was going to come out by, like, I guess October or Christmas or something. And I was like, the cover's so pretty. And um, it, it, the author is Liz Braswell. And there's really a chance that these could be made into movies. I'm hoping, like, fingers crossed. Okay, I'm second um, one that's also... Um, Disney Twisted Tales. Okay, this is my favorite Disney princess. And the title is As Old As Time. Isn't that about Belle, your favorite princess? Yes. And the cover is super pretty. And it came out in 2016, but I read it last year because you got it for me for Christmas. And I read it in 2021. And um, it's also by Liz Braswell. And the twist is, what if Belle's mother cursed the beast? Okay, now your third? My third one? Knew it. Um... 
This is also a Disney Twisted Tale, and the title is Straight On Till Morning, and it's um, uh, Peter Pan, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I forgot the title um, of the Peter Pan movie with Wendy and everything, and um, this is like the first one I read. I remember getting it in 2021, and I remember reading it and I plugged my headphones into my boombox that I got for Christmas 2019 that I plugged in and I listened to um, the radio Y100 and um, I heard the songs and anytime I hear the songs now I think of the book. That's what I love about listening to music while reading. You think about the songs. And then I have the twist for this one. It's what if Wendy first traveled to Neverland with Captain Hook. So that one's really oh great. that yeah that's really intriguing. It's by Liz Braswell, also of the other two. And okay, the fourth one is another Twisted Tales. You have a lot of Twisted Tales. Yes, the title is I'm Birthday, and um you got this for me on my twelfth birthday, and you thought it was really funny because it was my birthday, but it's unbirthday, and it's um Alice in Wonderland and. Um, the original, I like read a little bit about it, is about a guy, um, I forgot the author's name, but he had migraines and he was um, talking about being down the rabbit hole and I, I researched a lot about it and Alice asked him to write a book. Uh, there is a real Alice. Um, this was written in the 19th century and um, oh my god, I, I just researched this one so much and she asked him to write, write it down because she loved the story so much that she wanted to read it. And he did for her, and it was Alice in Wonderland. And then there was also, um, he also wrote a second one called um, Through the Look, Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking Glass. And he was actually her photo, um, the real Alice's photographer. Okay, I have to say the twist. Um, the twist is what if Alice was very, very late to Wonderland and Wonderland was in peril? Okay. Okay, is that your last one? No, I got one more. The title is The Fault in Our Stars. It's um, from, um, they made it into a movie and I watched it before my 12th birthday. And um, I got the book just recently and I finished it and it's by John Green. And it, um, it was made in 2014 and I read it in 2021. It made me cry a lot and um, it was just such a beautiful book that I had to put it on the list. And the book is a little different than the movie. Like I, I recommend if you watch the movie, read the book because I always think you have to watch the movie before you read the book because then if you read the book and then watch the movie it kind of ruins it a little that's just my opinion and then I have two bonus ones that I'm not going to elaborate on the Hunger Games um these are two movies the Hunger Games trilogy I have the Hunger Games and the Hunger Games 2 Catching Fire and I've read both of them and the main character Katniss and um Suzanne Collins wrote both of them and they're both in films, and I have to get the third one soon, Mockingjay. And she actually, in COVID, she wrote a fourth book. And it's, like, um, about President Snow past. So, yeah, and they're going to make it into a film. I researched that also. So that's the end of the books. I just had to put that one in. Okay, next category. Okay, this is the last category, and it's my favorite podcast. Last but not least. Last but not least, of course. Okay, so the last one, my favorite podcast, Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina, my sister, Aru. Why do you like my podcast? That's so great that you listen. Because when you ask the specific piece of information and then I hear about it, like I hear from their point of view, it's like so amazing because it's like, I didn't know that. Oh my God. Like, I feel like, okay. Um, What's the first one that you like? Okay, so I'm kind of biased because I researched. And it's just my favorite to hear. Okay, so the first one is Jessica Bacheco. 
Oh yeah, she was actually found through researching. We were just flipping channels on the TV. Then we saw a Miami movie that she was in. It was amazing watching the videos that she had of flamenco dancing. Okay. Okay, the um, second, second one, one. The second one is Paloma Michelle, which this one's like, um, when I looked up um, Paloma Michelle, something for Monster High came up. Yeah, she's Torlai. And we kept finding new things about her. That was fun. I know. I can't believe I interviewed my doll. She was so sweet. That was a first. Okay, okay the number third, three. The third one is Isabella Gomez, which was in um, One Day at a Time. That's on our, the Catalina cover. And um, she was really fun to research because we loved the show. And I loved hearing about her parents and how she convinced her parents to move. Yeah, it's not like buying something. It's a whole commitment. You have to move. You have to pack. It's amazing. You have to buy a new house. And I loved hearing that her first, um, her first acting job, she got Barbies as a payment. She got Barbies as a payment. Yeah, imagine if money was Barbies. She actually complimented me on my research, on our research. She said, wow, you did your research. So this one, um, the fourth one, we found her on the Jenny Lorenzo show on YouTube. And she plays a Venice, and she plays an older Venezuelan woman. And she's like the no, nosy neighbor on the show. And, and she also has her own Me Too show, Lona's Corner. And she's a Chonga girl. Yeah. Um, she is a Chonga. Delicious. <laughs> Okay, so what's okay. her name? I don't okay. think you mentioned. Okay, her name is Laura Di Lorenzo. She's really sweet and funny. And I heard she was getting a season three on Laura's Corner. She does her job perfectly, and it's just amazing to watch and relate. I love relating to shows and, and great podcasts by you. Thank you, and I couldn't have done it without our research, so... So the last but not least, and this one by far, I think it might be the first, like my favorite podcast ever, is this last podcast that you did when you interviewed a soft expert. And I really loved when you heard the mystery sound because I felt like I can interact with that. And I guessed the mystery sound really quickly. And I was so happy to figure out that I was right. And it was so fun hearing you guess it correctly. And um, I don't know if you noticed, Sophia, but I got nominated for a Webby Award on that episode. I know this. But also, The Rock also got nominated for a Webby Award, and he won. So, and he was from The Jungle Cruise, so yes. The first movie you mentioned. Yes, and I do my research pretty well, so that's how I know it. This is my prediction from all my research. I think you'll win the next Webby Award for your sloth episode. Well, thank you so much. And speaking of predictions... I'm going to interview someone, the CEO of Revolver, and he is going to predict what 2022 is going to be like for podcasts. I can't wait to listen. But isn't the CEO's name Jack Hobbs? <laughs> yes, that's your um, that's your researcher instinct coming out. Thank you, Christina, and I can't wait for you to get your future Webby. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you to Catalina's researcher and my sister, Sophia, for looking back at the best of 2021. And now to look forward to 2022, the CEO of Revolver Podcast, Jack Hobbs, will be calling in. Catalina Stars is a Revolver Podcast. 
So this is really cool. Okay, he's calling in. You ready? Yep, that's him. Hello, is this Jack Hobbs? Hello, and who am I speaking with? Christina. Um, well, I'm recording, is that okay? Oh my goodness gracious, I'm so excited to be recorded on the youngest podcasting personality on the Revolver Podcast platform. We're very excited to have you. <laughs> and I'm so excited that you're here. I Well, I'm excited to be here too. This is like uh, a mutual thing. I got all excited. I brushed my teeth. I combed my losing my thinning hair, and um, I'm excited. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, how, how was your Christmas? Oh, great. How was yours? Oh, it was spectacular. I was up in New York. It was cold, but I was, uh, I was happy to be with family and friends. And I hopefully I didn't gain any any weight from eating all those cookies and pizza and all that bad stuff. But uh, yeah, back in Dallas and now ready to rock and roll and, and get you to the next level. Get us to the next level. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Um, now, um, this is my best of um, podcast of 2021 where we mm-hmm. look at the best movies, books, podcasts, and other things for Latinx kids. So now I want to look forward to 2022 with you. Wow, I'm excited. And Happy New Year. <laughs> you too. Happy New Year. Yeah, um, I hope it's going to... Is it going to be a good one? What grade are you going into? Um, sixth. You're in sixth grade. Yes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> wow, you've done a lot in only six years of, of school, huh? <laughs> You, yeah. could be teaching, you could be teaching the teachers. <laughs> I think that's called a student teacher. Are you a student teacher? No, but... You're not. Well, you could be. I could. Yeah, you know, you you know a too. lot about the media world. You know a lot about the media world already, and that's going to be very beneficial for you down the, down the road. That's for sure. As well, the country's number one expert in podcasting, can you tell us what you predict in our world of podcasting for 2022? Of course. I think I could try and keep it short. I'll try. <laughs> but anyway, uh, with programs like yourself and you know the, the Revolver platform that really reaches out to Latino listeners, I think the big breakthrough for 2022 is going to be Latino content and Latino creators. I think they'll break through the, you know, there, there's a little bit of resistance when, when we first started doing this. The, some of the advertising agencies and, and clients were a little hesitant because they, they didn't understand, you know, what was being said or the content or whatever. But now we're starting to see that wall come down and with, you know, proper and adequate promotion and marketing and, of course, results – the, the advertising agencies and clients are now gravitating towards utilizing Hispanic content for their marketing campaigns. The, you know, the most important thing is the results. And, and, and as I always say, you know, everybody it says, you know, does Hispanic work and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's a question of the content working for and with Hispanic listeners and consumers. Some of my shows have 
two million downloads a month, like Erasno e Chocolate. Violin does 800,000 downloads a month. These are pretty incredible numbers considering the marketplace is only 20% of the total U.S. How do I so do? Um, you're doing very well. You're trending on a nice uptick every month. So we're very excited about you. <laughs> and I think we're going we're gonna to start promoting the devil out of you. And I think there's a social media person that's also promoting the devil out of you as well. So we'll start getting younger and younger audience to listen and uh, definitely going to see some results on your end. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, 2022 is like now shifting into um, all the audiences, like younger, older. Yeah, a younger demographic, yes. As we're seeing it, you know, the, most of our shows start to skew, meaning they, they target 18, 34, 18 to 49. Remember, the Hispanic marketplace is a young marketplace, a young, vibrant, and always looking at the first thing from a digital standpoint. So these new consumers and new listeners are looking for content that is reflective of their lifestyle. And that's why I think it's important that, you know, we do the, the, the adequate promotion and marketing around these shows. You know, if you look at guys like iHeartMedia, they, they built a whole platform called My Cultura around the Hispanic marketplace. So Revolver was a little bit ahead of the curve and continues to stay ahead of the curve because we're going after that young demo that is that is really really looked at in the in the advertising world oh my god i don't even think i mentioned it okay um, please do um you're the ceo of revolver podcasts i am <laughs> i i totally forgot to mention it well guess what you just mentioned it now and it's and it didn't affect any of my any of my answers <laughs> Well, I know you're so busy. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, come on. You've got one more question to ask. I have this question that I've been wanting to ask you for two years now. Okay. Um, why did you know that I would be good for doing this podcast? If you How did to you this... know to take a chance on me? Sure. If you listen to this interview... You'll see why I knew that you were going to be a rock and roll star. Because of the way you talk to people and relate to people, you have an innate sense of being able to ask a question and then wait for the answer, which is the most important element anybody should have in the, in the podcast space. Remember, you can be a good talker, but you also have to be a good listener. And that's what you got. Oh, okay. That's like, that's a really good answer. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's why I get to be CEO. I, I think I just shed a tear. No tears. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, my God. Thank, thank you so much. Well, that's so I'll sweet. tell you what. You continue to do what you do, and you'll be CEO sooner than you think. Well, I'm not coming for your job because I like you being CEO. Okay, well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, that made me, I, I'm, I'm now shedding a tear of joy for that. Well, thank you so much. You have. And I truly appreciate all your effort and all of the things that you've done. 
one of the most beautiful things that I've listened to is your is your voice, your young voice reaching out to new listeners, and I think that you're going to be a rock and roll star in 22. Oh, thank you so much. And you thank too. You. Well, thank you so much. You're all you already are, but I don't well, know I don't if you know could get more awesome than awesome. Ah, well, we can have this mutual admiration society, but uh, anyway, I really appreciate all your work and all your efforts. I think you're going to be uh, on top of the game for a long time. You keep doing, keep your nose to the grindstone and keep coming up with interesting guests. You'll be fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh you stay out of trouble. You too. Everybody that's listening, make sure you subscribe. Listen, <laughs> listen, and write ratings. <laughs> Well, thank you so much talking to you. It's been so fun. Ah, uh, it's been my pleasure. And anytime you have a question, let me know. Aw, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye, guys. Thank you for looking back at the best of 2021 and looking forward with a prediction for the world of podcasting in 2022. And thank you to all my patrons for supporting me on Patreon. You're helping me make my dreams come true. My patrons get to see outtakes, behind the scenes, and even my interview with Jack Hobbs. Thank you to David Brody, Tammy, Stephen, Caridad, Thomas Salesman, Isa, Louisine, John, Alex, and superstar King Mike. Don't forget to check out my Instagram at Christina Aru for pictures, clips, and some more behind-the-scenes fun. You can find a link to my bonfire shop, too. Order the new issue of Catalina Magazine at catalinamag.com. Oh, and before I say bye, I want to list my best of 2021. And that is to every VIP star who, I don't know about you, but for me, made this year extra inspiring. Singer Paulina Sikovitz. Tokyo Olympic athlete skateboarder Steven Pinheiro, mother-daughter team book authors Caridad Pinheiro and Sammy Pinheiro. Oh, and the skateboarder and team authors are not related. It's a popular last name. Investigative journalist Natalia Clement, actress and animal activist Justina Adorno, professional makeup artist to the stars Tatiana, a poet laureate, Isabella Ramirez. Director and writer, Kevin Bosch. Reno 911's Carlos Alazraki. Star Trek's Riley Alazraki. And those two are related. Triple Threat, Fernando Gadza. Flamenco dancer, Jessica Pacheco. On My Blocks, Jessica Marie Garcia. Actress, Isabella Gomez. Singer and my monster high doll, Paloma Michelle. I can't wait to rock and roll, as Jack Hobbs says. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. Happy New Year! Bye!